Good day everyone, this is Hassan and we're gonna talk about the 2020 SOX compliance survey. What does it tell us and what can we learn from it? So this year's SOX survey was done in the first quarter of 2020 before the full scope of COVID pandemic was realized. However, it's still very relevant since the result largely reflects SOX programs and work performed in the 2019. Therefore, the finding is still relevant. More than 700 respondents from publicly held organization participated in the Productivity's 2020 SOX compliance survey. Therefore, we can get a great insight of what the public company's opinions are on some matters of SOX and where do they think there is efficiency and where can we see more improvements in the future. The three key findings outlaid in the survey by Productivity and you can also see it for yourself within the link on the show note. So the costs continue to rise. Both internal SOX compliance costs and related external audit fees keep rising year by year. So as we talked in the previous episode, every single public company in the US needed to have an independent audit committee within the company, which audits the company and those internal auditors need to be audited by the public accounting firms. Therefore, the cost is increasing continuously since the implementation of SOX for com- companies. The survey suggests investing in automation, data, and technology tools will be a key factor to lower the cost in the long run. Hours are increasing. To commensurate th- with the cost, SOX compliance-related hours are on the rise. As well, and similar to cost trends, organizations have an opportunity to reduce hours through increased use of data, and technology, including automation as well as collaboration and workflows. Within the documentation, it gives another insight where it says that it's time to embrace automation. So long-term trends showing slow but steady increases in SOX costs and hours are unlikely to change. Automated processes and controls along with the utilization of technology tools to test controls can create a long-term efficiency, increased accuracy, and measurable time and cost savings. Of note, this is also a huge... However, in my opinion, I believe in the long-term plan that businesses want to see and interact with CPA, and remote access is not always ideal. Accounting at its root is a people-to-people profession and where communication is the utmost importance. So yes, there will be a bit of automation here and there, but I don't think you will ever see accounting automated fully because there is so much information that needs to be communicated clearly from top to bottom. Now let's look at some interesting data, what has changed the most from 2019 fiscal year and towards the 2020 fiscal year. So the average annual SOX cost compliance cost internal so insurance industry has seen a huge uptick in the internal cost cost from 767k to 1.12 million that is a 46 percent increase so this is an average so whereas healthcare provider has seen its internal cost from 1.1 million to 0.8 million which is a decrease of 28 percent so moreover in regards to with the survey, compliance with the SOX was increasing more time consuming across all public companies in 2020. 
which consequently means a rise in cost. I would like to highlight companies who completed their first year of SOX compliance saw an increase of 67%, while public companies who are beyond their second year saw a rise of 49% in the hours needed to complete their compliance. So this does make sense because within the first couple of years of a let's say a private company going to a public company there is a lot of paperwork and a lot of audit does need to happen for a smooth transition so with all these hours and being charged and being billed for the hours so let's look into the key controls of the following activities that the auditors will commence so testing for control operating effectiveness so this the auditor should test the operating effectiveness of a control selected for testing by determining whether the control is operating as designed and whether the person performing the control possesses the necessary authority and competence to perform the control effectively. Another thing they would do is testing management review controls. So this is when auditors often select and test management review controls in order of internal control. Such management reviews might be performed to monitor the results of operations such as 1. Monthly comparisons of actual results to forecasted revenues or budgeted expenses. 2. Comparisons of other metrics such as gross profit margins and expenses as a percentage of sales. And 3. Quarterly balance sheet reviews. These reviews typically involve comparing recorded financial statements amounts to expected amounts and investing significant differences from expectations. They would also test information produced by the entity IPE for data used to execute con key control. So information provided by the entity the IPE is any information that is produced by the company and provided as a audit evidence whether it would be for the controls testing or substantive procedures performed by external order. They will also need to have enough time to analyze a SOC report. So these reports are designed to meet the needs of users who need assurance about the controls at a service organization relevant to security, availability, processing integrity, confidentiality, or privacy, but do not have the need for all the knowledge necessary to make effective use of SOC 2 report because they are generally used reports. SOC 3 reports can be freely distributed. So let's look at the key questions and know okay, what type of SOC report our company might need. So will the report be used by your customers and their auditors to plan and perform an audit of an integrated audit or your customer's financial statement? If the response is yes, then SOC 1 report is required. For SOC 2 or SOC 3, will the report be used by customers or stakeholders to gain confidence and place trust in a service organization system? So this is a more like a private industry type of SOC report. Do your customers have the need for and ability to understand the details of the processing and controls at a service organization that test performed by the services auditors and result of those tests? So if those answers yes, then SOC 2 report is required. So and also let's get back to where we talk about what does the auditors do within these hours of the billing. 
So they also create and update control documentation if required. So this is basically the requirements of keeping everything documented and if anything has been configured, that too must be updated. Also, evaluating control designs. If the auditor identifies deficiency in control design to prevent or detect fraud during the audit of internal control over financial reporting, the auditor should take into account those deficiencies when developing his or her responses to risk material misstatements during the financial statement audit as provided in AS2110. Here is a question asked to the public companies. Considering the life cycle of your SOX program until now, where are the primary benefits your organization has achieved through its SOX compliance process? So more than half answered the following. Improved internal controls over financial reporting, the ICFR structure, continuous improvement of business processes, and enhanced understanding of control designs and control operating effectiveness. Another question was asked was that what business processes or function does your company outsource or use a third party to provide it for? So the highest percentage was payroll at 41% and the lowest was budgeting and planning forecasting with only 10% of companies outsourcing. To conclude the episode, we should ask ourselves what did we learn from this report and what can we take away from it? So to my understanding, many public companies agree that SOX has been beneficial for their businesses and companies processes, improving their business functions and to see the future growth within the company. However, there is room to grow within the technology aspect of SOX. Since it was created in 2002, it does need to be looked at where can we automate certain tasks and where can we use that saved time on more important tasks to improve the overall quality of the audit. Well, that's the end of the episode. Please feel free to contact me through LinkedIn or through my email. It is within the show notes and I hope to share more information regarding accounting and new interesting and ideas of the accounting industries. And peace. This is Hassan and I'll catch you later.